1: Hello, I'm Justine willis toms Today, I'm hosting David Mezapel. He's the author of Contagious Optimism, Uplifting Stories and Motivational Advice for Positive Forward Thinking. David, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank
2: you. It's great to be here.
1: It's great to have you. So let's talk about the, the subtitle of your book is Positive Forward Thinking. Uh, what do you mean by that?
2: Sure. Well, positive forward thinking is the ability to find the silver lining in every cloud, apply it to yesterday or today, with the confidence that tomorrow will be better.
1: Well, okay, like uh, that. We've heard about that. We've heard about that for all of our lives. You yes. know, every cloud has a silver lining, mm-hmm. and uh, putting that into practice, you've you've really collected quite a few stories that really punch that
2: through. Yes.
1: So how did, how did you find these stories?
2: Sure. Well, it's um, a very interesting process. We did it several ways. Uh, we cast a really wide net, and through people I've known personally and professionally around the globe, I've been able to connect with people and capture their stories. Through recruiting students as interns around the globe, we've sent them into the cities and towns to help collect stories and compile stories from people of all walks of life, all cultures. And then what we do is we, uh, we copy edit them, we make sure they meet our criteria, and we compile them in the books. And it's been a really enlightening and enriching process for all of us involved. David, why stories? Well, I believe we all have the capacity to make optimism contagious just by sharing our life's adventures, our successes, and even our mistakes. Uh, just look at it this way. Whether people are enduring good times or bad, just knowing others have been in the same boat and have persevered is comforting. It spreads a message of hope. And that's what we feel stories do.
1: There are many, many wonderful stories in the book. And I'd love for you to share an example. And sure. And there is one particular one uh, um, a a woman who had cancer and it was called a mother's gift. So can you, can you share that story? Sure. I'd be happy to.
2: Um, Joel Heller came home from college sophomore year to visit the family. And unfortunately upon his arrival, he got some bad news that his mother had mouth and throat cancer and would be losing part of her tongue and her ability to speak normal in order to fight the disease. However, his mother made him a promise. She said that by his graduation, she'll be able to say congratulations in a loud, clear, normal voice. And she was determined to beat the disease. Well, with that determination, Miss Heller realized that the best way to regain her speech would be to relearn the pronunciation of words, just like a child in their early stages. And she did. She purchased a variety of children's books and tapes. She practiced, practiced, and practiced until she met her goal. Well, I'm happy to report that by Joel's graduation, she was able to say congratulations in a loud, clear voice. And she did beat the disease. And more good news, she was able to resume her career as a psychiatric social worker, a career that not only helps others, but is dependent on the ability to speak normal.
1: Beautiful, beautiful, I love inspiring, that story. inspiring story, and it, it just it reminds me too about success and failure. And um, you know what is the difference between lack
2: of success and failure? Well, that's fantastic. It's, it's nice to get that question. Success and failure really have the same thing in common: one byproduct, is wisdom. Wisdom is a gift gained from the past that serves as the foundation of our future. And we like to say, if you share it with others, you're helping them on their life's journey as well. And that is the common denominator between the two. The only difference is failure is while you're on the road. Success is when you get to your destination.
1: All right. Okay. So success, we, we kind of say, okay, we've arrived. We've arrived. We've arrived. Which is but, our last chapter title, because we've uh, arrived for that reason. That's right. The last chapter, we've arrived. And and that's, and that's very interesting, too, to say that we've arrived in a, in a way that looks at our life as a whole succession of arrivals. Correct. You know that that it's never quite finished. It's it's not over till it's over. Uh, I mean, when when we really truly have the final arrive, then we're not even here anymore. Exactly.
2: And it's not financial. Your arrival could be you're happy in a relationship finally. Your health is where you want it to be. You've surmounted a hobby or a sport you've been working at all your life. Or it could be financial. You're financially well-off. It could be any of those things. So you've arrived, your success, your destination, it does not have to be financial at all.
1: And, uh, you know, it, also in in your book, I mean, there are many stories about people who are of, let's say, retirement age, so forth. They, they're maybe 60 or older. And you mentioned how, you know, like the baby boomer generation, they've still got a third or more of their life Mm, left. Absolutely. Uh, And and it's like uh, more to come. And so what's some of your advice from the stories that you've gleaned of how we can move into that other new piece in
2: our life? Absolutely. And it's great you brought up the baby boomers and the retirees because there's 85 million baby boomers now. They control the population. And there's so much wisdom that they've gained in their professional life, and there's so much that they could share with others. And I think the number one thing for many of them, if they can, is altruism, giving to others. Because when you think about it, we do find ourselves in service to others. We do. So when you're ready to retire, really give some thought what your encore career will be. Will it be the same thing you've always done? Will it be a hybrid of what you've done or will it be something altruistic where you work with with at risk people with others with seniors you work in hospitals you volunteer whatever it may be you can be a consultant um, Don't retire for the sake of retiring. just consider it the next stage and keep it going. keep that mind spinning you
1: know uh, that reminds me of a friend um, for many years I actually it was a high school buddy. And uh, he retired quite some years ago, uh, more than 20 years ago. I mean, he worked all of his life, all the way through high school. And, and so he deserved retirement, yes. absolutely deserved retirement. And he, what he's doing with his life now is that um, he's using like his, I don't know what they're called, four-wheelers or some of these little like dune buggy sort of things, ATVs, that's what they are, yeah. And so he travels around on that, on the mountains. He's having a good (laughs) time. He's having a good time. You know, it's it's, it's fine. I have a judgment, though. (laughs) I have a judgment because I know this guy could be such a mentor to young men i know without a doubt he could just he could be changing their lives yes and and this is just a little example of what you're talking about like like i know for sure that his life would be so full and he would be so happy Right. I mean, and, mm. and when, if, if he had a purpose, if he really connected with a purpose beyond just having right. fun. And we,
2: we like to say, we like to say, what good is wisdom and what good is knowledge if you don't share it with anybody? I mean, what are you going to do, put it on a shelf and forget about it? It's like people that have these beautiful classic cars. I love classic cars. But if I had a fleet of classic cars, I would use every one of them. Right. You've know, you got to use them. Or right.
1: does Jay Leno drive in Mother driving? Right. I think he has a he, huge drives collection. Them. He, That's he, good. He drives That's them. That's
2: good. But wisdom and knowledge are no good if you don't share them with others. It's good for you. It's good for them. It's good for the future because what you're doing is you're constantly improving. You're improving others. You're improving your own life. You have to share your wisdom. You've earned it, you've learned it, and give it to others.
1: Well, there you go. There you go. So <laughs> uh, is, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us in the last minutes um, that you've learned in going around talking about this book and, right. and really checking out with other people and their stories?
2: Yes, it's basically that we all have stories. And what you may consider boring or uneventful, is actually inspirational and motivational to others around the globe. So really consider sharing your stories. And remember, we are all naturally mentors just by the sheer impression of our footsteps.
1: David, I want to thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe.
2: Thank you. It's great being here. I love what you do.
1: Thank you. I've been speaking with David Mezapel, and he spells his name M-E-Z-Z-A-P-E-L-L-E. And he's the author of Contagious Optimism, Uplifting Stories and Motivational Advice for Positive Forward Thinking. And if you want to know more about his work, you can go to his website, ContagiousOptimism.com or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe and invite you to join us again.
0: You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org.